Jimmy. Hey, Mike. What's going on, buddy? Oh, ooh, that sip I just took before uh, you picked up the phone there really sent a shiver down my spine. Kind of like the pee shivers? Yes, yes. But going in instead of out. Woo! Daddy, what's going on on this Mon- Monday? It is Monday. Um, Monday night. I got... I went to bed like relatively early for me last night, like around 11 ish and okay. didn't wake up until about 11. So I got a shitload of sleep. Solid. Uh, the weather's amazing. So I have the windows open. Like I can't tell you just like that combo. I, f- I've felt like a million bucks all day. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Uh, good to get those recharges in when you can just fucking full on out for 12 hours. I had a great weekend leading into it as well. I, I uh, My brother lives down the shore. He mm-hmm. lives in Longport, which is just, it's basically in between AC and Ocean City. Okay. Um, and it was just me, him, his wife, and their cute as hell kid who's a little over two years old. Um, they have a pool, so we hung out oh, in the pool. Man. And then just my brother and I went out to dinner while uh, wife had a friend over and they had dinner and hung out with uh taylor is my niece's name uh-huh. um but just josh and i my brother went to dinner and he of course being the very uh well off to do guy that he is we went to this freaking really nice steakhouse it's it's a chain i guess it's ruth's chris ruth's Ru- chris steakhouse yes yeah such a weird name but uh it was awesome and like we just we hadn't just the two of us hung out in a long time so it was great to just be brothers again that's great what uh, i know you told me this before what's the age difference there uh five years so i'm 38 he's 43 okay that's enough where you're never really in school at the same time mm-hmm. like the teachers like will remember who he was so you know what i mean sort of but it was kind of you know a long time ago five years is all that's a gap yeah and and I've always appreciated that. Like we, we were never really crossing paths in the public school system that we both went to, mm-hmm. but because he's a friggin' genius, he truly did blaze a path that like I would start to get his teachers in high school and they'd be like, are you sure you're Josh Parker's brother? Right. Yeah. I know <laughs> Cause you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I know all about that. My, uh, my brother's, extremely charismatic he always has been he's been just a naturally charismatic guy everyone loves him as soon as they meet him and stuff and you know he's like so confident and cocksure and then my sister is just like super smart and very nice and like people love her for different reasons and then uh and they were also uh 10 and 11 years ahead of me but um oh wow you know, the teachers that did have them and then had me were like, oh, you're Bob's brother. And they couldn't believe it because I I was basically mute for most of the year, like silent. And then once once, you know, I'm silent for that long period of time till I get comfortable and then I'm just weird and loud and and trying to make everyone laugh but not in like a cool guy way like my brother and not in like a quiet smart nice person like my sister they're just like oh you're the kid that came 10 years later and uh you're very different (laughs) but yeah i i do understand you know 
them blazing a trail that's, you know, maybe not one you belong on. No. No, that's Robert Frost said, you know, path less traveled or whatever. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. Uh, so you said he has a pool. Is that he like he has a personal pool or it's like he lives in a community that has a pool? So it's their personal pool, but like they're they're in like a specific situation where they did have their own place in Philly. This like ball and ass penthouse of a condo. Yeah. Um, but I think I think like COVID hit and they couldn't, you know, enjoy all of the things that the city has to offer, like the restaurants and being walk, being able to walk to everything. And yeah, when um, you take away those things, it's not enjoyable. At yeah, all. You know, There's very little to enjoy there, honestly. They couldn't go out and do anything. They had a, they they had their kid Taylor April first of twenty twenty. So boom, right when damn. everything shut down. Wow. So they're also like uber paranoid with a newborn child, their first child during yeah. this pandemic. So like, uh, and and on top of it, like Philadelphia, you do have to pay a Philadelphia wage tax. So it is more expensive to live in Philadelphia. They just said, fuck it, let's get out of Dodge. And they've been living at the shore ever since. Cause that's where wife is from. And th- they've been in her parents' house and it's like, it's very bougie and wow. expensive. And it, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. And the pool's nice. It's on the bay. So it's even like a little bit cooler. Oh, so like, yeah. you know, this Saturday while it was like 90 something here, it was only like 70 degrees down there. So. 90, 90 next to the water is not a problem. Yeah, true. That too. <laughs> that's like, you know, that's where you want to be. Fuck that rocks. I'm very happy for your brother. Happy you guys have a relationship and you can spend time there. Cause that's just sounds outstanding. What'd you do? At, what'd you get at uh, Ruth's Chris? So there Everyone was like a, jokes about that name, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's from like a like a divorce thing, like like uh, Ru- like Ruth got the steakhouse in the divorce, so it's Ruth apostrophe s Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Which hell, I mean, speaking of bad breakups, for lunch we got a Mac and Manco pizza, uh, and that's like Manco and Manco now. But I still, everyone just calls it Mac and Manco. Oh wait, tell me about the. I'm a I'm a I'm a Delaware Resort Beach guy. So any sort of uh um Jersey Shore drama, I'm out of the loop on it, but I would love to know it. Well, Mac and Manco is this renowned pizza shop on the Ocean City boardwalk. They have it at Citizens Bank Park now. You can wait 2 hours in line to buy a slice for $15. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And like it, it is very good and I don't know if it's like their own sauce or whatever, but it, it has its distinct, unique flair flavor and it's mm-hmm. fantastic, yeah. but they had some sort of falling out. I don't know, like if it was personal or if it was actually some like tax evasion right. or something <laughs> scandalous <laughs> went down where all of a sudden it was no longer Mac and Manco. It was just Manco and Manco. Oh God. <laughs> then did Mac start his own pizza place? I don't know. That'd be wild. This feels like something up your alley where you need to join like the Facebook group. I'll that, dig. I'll dig. That follows this conspiracy theory. <laughs> I would love to listen to a uh, like a investigative uh, serial style podcast about it. It doesn't have to be twelve parts. You do it in one or two, but you know, someone smart that can also edit and put in little uh, sounds of someone typing or something when they're narrating, <laughs> or the sound of like a cash register. 
Yeah, like on uh, what was it? The radio station, like twelve ten, and when they'd be reporting the news, you just heard the typewriters in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hated twelve ten. Twelve ten seemed so adult and boring. Right. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, twelve ten was was news radio. Was it twelve ten or ten sixty? I can't remember. Oh yeah, KYW News Radio ten sixty. What the fuck was twelve ten? Twelve ten was something. Did they yeah. have like? I feel like they had sports games or something. There was a reason back when 610 was WIP, when WIP was AM only, 1210 was definitely something that was saved into the dial for some reason. And I want to say it's sports related. 1210 AM Philadelphia 90s. Let's see if that... I would ask my dad, but he's very old and would, I don't know, say something about a phonograph or something. <laughs> I still listen to 1210 every day. Yeah. I don't know. I also, yeah, I, th- I think it was that. And I also think they probably had like fucking Rush Limbaugh on in the daytime or something awful. Oh, yeah, that guy's great. Glad he's dead. He makes me wish there was a hell so he could burn in it for eternity. Uh, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, what did you get? I love going out to eat. I love going to like fine dining restaurants. I love steakhouses. I love it. So please lay it on me. So I got down there by like 1230. I mm. left at nine and didn't get down there until 1230. Traffic. And yeah. And I mean, there was a little bit of like road work here or there, but it was just Saturday traffic, which I, I remember going down on some Saturdays and it being a nightmare. Yeah. But it's before Memorial Day weekend, so I was like, well, off, off season technically, it, right? But I guess because the you know weather was so awesome, everyone went down. Give me in that ocean, bitch. That's what I would have said. So once I got there, we we Josh dialed up the pizza delivery, oh. uh, and then we just immediately started drinking. <laughs> yep. And we didn't, you know, so this is like one where we're popping a beer and then we're not going to dinner until 630. Now, you know, I'm a professional drinker. My mm-hmm. brother, not so much anymore. Yeah. So like we got to dinner and he was definitely a little tuned up. Uh-huh. Um, and he he started off with just a vodka martini, which was pretty <laughs> much just cold vodka with some, you know, olives in a glass. Yeah. And there's um, like a splash of another liquor, right? There's supposed to be supposed to be he asked for it dry which like that's so like there's no a, sweet vermouth in it right? is that what it's is that what it is well You're for a bartender for vodka it would be dry vermouth but when you say dry most bartenders will just not put any vermouth in it so you just get a glass of vodka with olives yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> and i got one of their like fufu martinis which was it was like gin cucumber and mint and a few other ingredients and it was absolutely fantastic it sounds banging <laughs> But then in addition to my brother being the, like, haughty, pretentious wine drinker that he is, he also got an entire bottle of wine that they put in, like, this decanter and, like, did it right. So we, we have these martinis. We then move to the wine. Um, they they have a, a little – it's not a prefix, but it's, like, a nice little deal for, like, 50 bucks. You get a starter, choose one of these steak options, a side, and then you also get a dessert. And, like – I'm never a dessert guy, so that's typically why I never get the deal. Yeah. But in the end, dessert was tiny. It was this little cheesecake with a little scoop of ice cream. It was fantastic. Yeah. And it was just the right portion. Fantastic. But so I got the six-ounce fillet and um, broccoli as the side. And then Josh went 
kind of a la carte and got a, a 16 ounce ribeye, mm-hmm. which we both agree that we kind of like the fattier steak because if it's done right, that fattiness kind of melts. Yeah. Um, and then we got potatoes au gratin, which are basically just like chopped up potatoes with fucking cheese. Outstanding. And Josh insisted on creamed spinach. Okay. He thinks that's like a steakhouse specialty. Okay. I just I think it's just in his brain because I remember him as a kid always loving creamed spinach for some reason. He and just likes creamed spinach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like this has nothing to do with a steakhouse, right. Josh. <laughs> it's just what you want. <laughs> Which I let him get his damn creamed spinach, and I had a couple bites and just reconfirmed I hate creamed spinach. <laughs> I, I love just normal spinach, but yeah. just don't give me the cream bullshit. Right. Um, but overall, just a fantastic experience. The service was great. Um, since I'd never been there, she gave me the whole song and dance on how exactly they prepare their food and uh-huh. stuff. It, it, it was cool. Are they wearing like a, a nice like white shirt mm-hmm. with like an apron around their mm-hmm. waist? And I love it, dude. I love it. I hope, you know, fine dining fucking rocks. If you ask me, uh, you know, I, um, I talked about this on another show, but recently I took my dad out to Harry Savoy. Have you ever been there? It's over no. here. It's uh, it's over the border. It's in Delaware, but it's like you know, it's high class. It's I don't know how high class is it. It is, but us uh, fucking <laughs> Hicks from Chichester think it's Weebs. like <laughs> top of the top of the pops. <laughs> but anyway, it was like you know, we got there and like the fucking waiter's like a six foot three, handsome as fuck dude that's like making direct eye contact with me and like smiling at me. You know what I mean? It's like just like. Uh, makes you feel super awkward right but also like this dude likes me but really he's just being nice because <laughs> it's his job yep uh, but yeah fuck we should go there sometime uh you me keenan harrison will record our next doom addled at the table i'm sure they'll be cool if like, we bring a big recorder and put it in the middle of the table be like we're they doing, would love it we're doing a podcast here okay capache but it's also in this area, so it's like a fine dining restaurant, but there's motherfuckers there in, like, basketball shorts. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, did, I didn't I did ask before I went down. I just brought down, like, nice jeans and, like, a nice button-down shirt, and I was like, hey, Josh, this is what I brought down. Is this going to be acceptable? And he was like, oh, yeah, like, there's definitely some people that just show up looking like shit. He was oh, like, baby, it's the, it's the shore. People are probably rolling in with, like, a tank top and a board shorts on, and their flip-flops, right. their reefs with the fucking bottle opener in the heel. He was like, now, I'm, he's like, I'm gonna be wearing pretty much what you brought down, too, yeah. but, yeah, you, you'll be overdressed, essentially. Or not overdressed, you'll, you'll just be fine. Yeah. Um, speaking of fine dining, though, he did open the conversation with that. He, like, he was like, it, like, riddle me this. Like, why... This is something I always wondered about you, Tim. Like, why did you never go into fine dining? Like, look at this place. Look at the prices on the menu. Yeah. Like, it's it's fucking cool. Like, you you know your shit about food and booze, especially. Like, did why why was this never on the radar for you? And I was like, I mean, first off, I, I think it is. It's just not my style, you know? Like, at the end of the day, like, Appetites was the kind of place where I truly belong to just sling drinks and be more casual and kind of, you Watch know... sports on the TV. Times. Yeah, yellow balls. TV. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Busting balls was a great one. Yeah. Um, but then, like, I think in the conversation, it made me realize that I was like, you know what, Josh? I think also 
I, I equated fine getting into fine dining, like getting into restaurant management where it's like, once I make that step, that is truly my career for life. Right. And there was like always this small part of my brain that knew that and didn't want to make that leap because I knew I wanted to, to make my career something else. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a door you can't exit at. Once you walk through that door, that's it. And it mm-hmm. would it might, tell me this. Did it feel good knowing you had that? Like you were you were you were like, I can do that if I want. I know I can go through that door. That door's there. But right now I'm not going to. You know what I mean? It's like, that's still an ace you had up your sleeve. Like, I'll put on the white shirt and I'll be, you know. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's just a numbers thing. Like, if everyone does what they're supposed to do and tips 20%, your average bill is just going to be higher at those places. So you're going to get fucking more money, even if you suck. And because, I mean, I do 20% even I do like 20% for me and it shouldn't be because it is supposed to, you know, what are they learning if I tip 20% and they suck shit, but it's still, I'll do like 20% is for bad service for me. You know what I mean? I'm always going over 20 easy. And if it's great service, I do stupid shit. You know what I mean? Like way too much money, but, but that's just me. I'm a great guy. Everyone says that anyone that says anything different is a liar. Clearly, um, but but uh, well, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about when? Because as a vet, and I know our friend Adam is a vet of the industry, and I know when I go out to eat with him, even if he's not actively trying to do it, it's just built in him. He's he, you know, he is fucking reading the room. He's reading everything, the movements of everyone, and and uh, but you can't turn it off, right? You, you right. just can't. So so. If you went out and got shit service, are you tipping? Are you leaving no tip? Are you leaving a light tip or what? Oh, I'm 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 like you. I mean, yeah. I can't tell you the last time I got like ridiculously bad service to warrant like going below twenty percent. I really right. like. I I think I've always just been like. I'm I'm here for forty or fifty percent. So if you suck, then you're just gonna get twenty. Right. But yeah. no, I don't think I, I mean, yeah, I can't tell you, tell you if I've ever done that, honestly. Um, but yeah. And, and then on the flip side, like I, I've probably said on this podcast, even that like, you still got to earn it. Like, that's the thing. It's like, it's like if I'm that's yeah, it's like earn it. I'm here to give you a ton of money. Just do mm-hmm. a little bit to get it. But that sounds weird when I just said it out loud, like I'm like dance for my money, but that's not the thing that, but that's the it's system we're in. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know. I, I I guess it's. I was just about to pinpoint it to appetites, and that's not true. Like really across the biz in different restaurants that I've worked with, it's a lot of younger people, and like they just think that the bar starts at twenty percent, and if they do like a good job, then it just goes up. And if God forbid they get fifteen percent, then they like lose their minds. It's like, guys. <laughs> It is a tip. Like yeah. I know we're making two eighty three an hour, and you really do rely on that tip. But man, fucking earn it. Yeah. Like be an entertainer. Entertainer. Like ask them about their day. Like don't just be a robot of like, hi, how you doing? What are you drinking? What are you eating? What do Here's you want? Your check. Goodbye. Right. Exactly. Like, right. come on. Yes. Yes. And then there's also the counterpoint, like because there's so many fucking. I mean, I can't imagine 
being a young woman in the fucking restaurant industry with all like the lecherous fucking nasty dudes that fucking have to just make awful comments that you just got to eat and roll with because that's just your life. It's like everywhere you go, there's some fucking weirdo that makes some overly fucking sexual comment. And you're like, Oh, you're just a dude behind the counter at a gym. This is the first time I ever met you. You're saying something out of control that if we all sat and thought about it, you should probably be locked in jail. You're obviously dangerous. It's just like, but still earn my tip. Go ahead. What there was, was plenty of the, there was plenty of those guys at appetites, and it was like the running joke that anybody that looked kind of questionable or just like a derelict that was like one of my family members. So you know, <laughs> girl girl would come to service bar and be like, "Timmy, this fucking guy at table or Timmy, your dad over at table five is hitting on me again. Can you tell him to calm down?" <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll go talk to my dad, and I'd have to, like, go say something to him. Oh, you really had to do that? Every once in a while. That tough? Like, I would be, I, my heart would be pounding out of my chest. But you're much cooler than me. I'm not cooler. Like, I just had done it so many times that I, I knew. a smooth customer. Yeah, I just knew how to, like, not be aggressive about it and not be, like, offensive about it. Just be like, hey, man, you know. Whatever you're saying to my waitress or, you know, my server, Gina over here, she's uh, she's not appreciated. So can you please just tone it down? Yeah. Hey, guy in your mid to late 50s, she is 18. You're insane. <laughs> and here's another shot. On yeah, the there you go. <laughs> she was in high school today, you fucking maniac. You were in high school before there was color television. <laughs> oh, it's tough. It's tough out there. Uh, so last month, speaking of tough, I was so I, I was telling you that I think my move is post office. I think that's my move. Become a mailman, put in 20 years of service, collect a pension, move next to your brother at the beach. Maybe, Hell yeah. maybe a lower class town, but you know what I mean? Still next to the same ocean. Except I'd be in Delaware. Um, so I was checking the site every day, right? Checking the portal because, like, Pennsylvania is a big fucking state. Mm-hmm. So there'd be, you know, every day you check, there's new jobs posted, and they're all like towns you never heard of. You put into your fucking GPS, it's 10 hours away, eight hours away, six hours away. Dallas, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. So finally. A fucking job popped up local. Two of them. One was like uh one was like Chester County, but then the one day the one popped up, Marcus Hook, the town right oh. next to me. Dude. Easy. Rural or uh, city carrier assistant. So it's a walking carrier job. What I'm looking for. You know, on my own, got my sack, doing my thing, dropping the mail. Doing it, have an earbud in, listen to it. You know what I mean? Podcast Outdoors. outside. How you doing, ma'am? How are you, sir? I'm a stalwart of your neighborhood. You'll trust me for 20 years and then I'll be gone from your life. Also, I'm kind of a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> you ever listen to my, I'll just put my own advertising material in all the mail and get fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we listen to your podcast. We don't want you that close to our house anymore, please. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I fucking apply. Bang. Yes. And then it's like, okay, you got to take this assessment. I was like, okay, no problem. So I take this assessment. It's basically one screen of like um, address tests or whatever. Like, where would you put this mail? Boom, boom. Numbers, you know, numbers that are very similar that you got to fuck it. Little tricks. Easy. And then it's um, multiple parts of, including one part that was like, when I started it and it was like, this is question one out of 110. Oh, boy. Every question was the four answer gimmick, which is uh, strongly agree, agree, disagree, strongly disagree, right? 100 of those. Um, and they're all like, <laughs> uh, this. So, so, so there's a bunch that were like, say you're working and you see someone next to you at the, uh, falling behind at their station. Now, if you get your work done, uh, if you concentrate on your work, you'll be able to get it done quickly. After you get your work done, do you, uh, help them or shit like that? Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, what? Uh, agree. Maybe I gotta like need more deep. It's all this fucking very, um, I can't think of the word, but like I, abstract I like shit. A, right. I think it's tr- kind of a personality test. Or like it, a morality it's test. All, it was. That's all it was. It was like a person. It was all a fucking personality test of some sort. Take it. I'm like, okay. At first I was all hype. And then I was like, oh, well, this section is 110 questions. It's kind of demoralizing. But I get the fucking shit done. I mean, this is all bullshit. Just fucking interview me. And then you'll know if you want to hire. But anyway. Get an email back the next day. That I failed the assessment and I can't apply again for one calendar year. Oh my gosh. Isn't that a little stiff? A fucking year? Christ. That I mean, was did they a, even give you details? No. Zero. Yeah. No idea. What parts did I do wrong on? How did I fail? Nothing. Just a just an email. Failed the assessment. Apply again in 365 days. So that was a blow. That sucked because I was already starting to make plans. Like, yeah, I could do this. I'm going to do it. It's going to be great. This is my uh, this is my path here. I figured it out. But then it's like, oh, obstacle in the way, which is bound to happen. You know what I mean? So now, so you got to readjust, think of a different way in. You know, I could be a janitor because this test this particular test was for like carriers only what are you testing for you know what i mean i'm not gonna like i'm sorry man that's it's fine it's frustrating but that's life like i said this is like you know when you take when those little those little rascals with the uh you know the ring were taking the ring to throw it in the fucking volcano right that's like sounds easy on its face but it's like you fucking run into obstacles. This is just a big tree or something that's trying to kill me or a spider. You know what I mean? It's just a bump in the road that I got to uh, get around. But that's the update there. Fuck. That sucked. But what can you do? 
Hey, man, at least you kind of like put yourself out there and freaking drudge through that awful test. Like, oh. yes, you didn't get the result you wanted, but, you know, that, that takes a lot of uh, just motivation to do it. And I felt, yeah. Oh, and it was like, I don't know. It felt good doing something like figuring out a move I want to make and acting on it, even if it didn't work, at least, you know, it's so easy to just go through the fucking motions. I mean, we've talked many times. If the pandemic didn't happen, you'd probably still be at appetites. There's no doubt in my mind. Right. It's just easier to just keep, you know, keep going. I had already trained my brain to just accept life. And I was, I was was legitimately happy. happy. Yes. Yes. And then COVID, I just had time to sit and dwell and, in a sense, meditate in my mm-hmm. own way. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I was like, yeah, maybe this does suck. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm just surviving. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, hey, I have, I'm lazy. I like taking the, the easy thing. And the easy thing is to just to stay here. I'm still getting mm-hmm. to check every two weeks. You know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. is fucking important. Still... Drinking some beers, playing some video games. Hey, have what a lovely more do you wife, need? Got a couple of dumbass cats. Yeah, yeah. You're set, dude. You're set. <laughs> but now you fucking beat your body up way less, which I'm sure feels good for you. True. And now, you know, speaking of good weather, I uh, I finally started running again. I yes. really yes. put it down for a couple months in the wintertime and just overall was like pretty depressed Honestly, like, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't get seasonally depressed, but this year was fucking different. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I work from home now and I'm just here all the freaking time. Mm. And even the just driving to Exton and doing the job on my feet and dealing with a thousand different people a day that breaks up the monotony like crazy oh, enough yeah. to like, I don't know, just keep my brain in a good spot. But yeah, man, th- this winter was not fun. Um, but anyway, I, I've now run twice in this week. Good shit. Uh, the, the first one, my legs felt horrible. The second one, my legs were fine. But the day after being today, they like don't hurt at all. And yes. that's just, you know, two runs in a week. I feel like I'm already like back to I can really start improving again. Fantastic. Um, what are you doing distance wise? I So there's just this trail. Um, it's along 322 between Westchester and Downingtown and it runs along a Creek. It might even be the Brandywine. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's really flat. So it's just an, and, and if you go from one parking lot to the other and back, it's exactly five miles. Beautiful. So it, yeah, it's just an easy, not easy, but you know, just a, a nice straight down and back and, and a nice distance, at, you know, and, and like with minimal Hills. So, that sounds That's like a doing. very nice uh, environment too. Oh that. yeah, it's it goes yeah it's it's in the woods. I mean, it, it's that. a it's a paved path, but yeah, it, it is going the through the woods. I might have yeah. to get that address from you. Would you at all be interested in in um in doing like a five k? Oh yeah, I've I've done them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like you this- and I do one together. I've yeah, I've done sure. one too. Yeah, we should. I think that would be a lot of fun if we could. Uh, find one of those to do there's they, one in in three weeks in this area but it's a it's a full-on five mile run it's like the trailblazer run or something okay i've done that before and yeah. but that was actually really difficult <laughs> yeah i'm not there yet i'm not i'm not there like i'm at the point in my life and i mean 
I don't care what anyone says. There's a huge difference between um, miles you put in on the treadmill and miles out on the ground that doesn't move uh, and has elevation changes and stuff. Like I could, I I can put in, I could do a five k on the treadmill pretty fucking easily. But I know that'll be much different outside. But I, I'd still like to do it. Um, five miles though, because a five k is what three ish 3.1 yeah it's like a high school cross country course or whatever yep adding two miles to that you know you could do it i know you could do it did you ever do anything beyond that did you ever do 10 miles when i was in high school yeah um yeah like when when keenan keenan i think was on the cross country team if i recall correctly um and we we would start low around between like three to six mile runs. And then we we would gradually bump it up each week. And then next thing you know, we were doing 10 to 12 mile runs as like practice. Um, and it seemed not easy, but it was very doable. I mean, that's high school though. I know. That's... I don't think I would ever, ever get there again. Do you think if you right now put just was like, as of today, May 23rd, 2022, I'm putting in the work to get myself to let's not even say full, let's say half marathon distance, 13.1 or whatever it is. Could you, could you get there? I mean, so much would have to change. I would have to quit drinking completely. Yeah. Um, my diet would have to change night and day. Cause like I, I finally now like eat, a good amount every day, which wasn't the case when I was working in the restaurant. Like lots of times I'd eat like once a day. Um, now I'm eating at least twice, if not three times a day. Uh, but it's still trash. (laughs) (laughs) Good, Yeah. It's nothing good. (laughs) It's like, I'm still eating as if I was fucking 10 years old. (laughs) Right. Right. And now you're a sit down guy. Like, like you're not burning many calories at work. Nope. (laughs) But yeah, I think I could get there. Um, but but those things would have to happen, and that's like that's a huge life change. <laughs> I think about it, and it's like I was never like I never even when I was young and an athlete, um, I was a hockey player, um, and I was very bad at off ice practice, like a condition. I could never run. I could never do it. Part of it being I never wanted to do it, and I was like, I'm not gonna push myself. You know what I mean? But like. In elementary school, when we had to run the mile, which was like eight laps around the playground, it was like, this is a hell day for, like, I was, I hated it. I hated distance running. I always have. And it's like, but now I'm 34, I'll be 35. It's like, I, I'm at this stage and I, and I just started fucking working out like four years ago. Three years mm-hmm. ago, probably like like lifting weights and stuff, and it's like I'm the strongest I've ever been easily, and it's like I could just do that for running, you know. I could push myself to that, which I which I probably should do for you know to lose weight. I feel like if you're marathon training, you're because to do it, you got to fucking like you're saying it's life changing. You got to be outside. Or at somewhere putting in 
miles and miles and miles like every day like one rest day a week you got to put in fucking miles to get there it's like if i did that because i always talk about i love my lifestyle and everything i do and i hate the way i look that's the only part about my lifestyle i don't like is my physical condition and nothing i do are things i really want to change but it's like if you're running 15 miles a day or whatever, you're burning so many fucking calories. You'd have to be at it. You wouldn't have time in the day to fucking eat fat gaining weight. You know what I mean? It's like you're if you're just fucking in a deficit at all times. So it's like maybe my key, my secret is to me being able to eat Taco Bell as much as I want to is run 15 miles a day, so I'm always in an insane deficit. But then it's like, what are you doing? I can't do anything. I'm running. Maybe that's another secret. Like, oh, I can't come to the bar. I have to I have to spend three hours running. And it's going to suck, but I'm doing it for some reason. <laughs> There's also like the, I don't know, the bragging rights social media aspect to it of like i accomplished this and like that's not why i I do it it's like it's more about you have none of that you don't have that kind of presence at all online that is not in my blood at all and like it's it's like i'm like all right well i'm getting close to 40 i need to start taking better care of my Mm -hmm. body so let me get out two or three times a week running Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm doing it and if i if I improve my time, cool. Like I am keeping track of it yeah. and, and I do try to push myself. But if I get out there, like I ran yesterday and my time was horrible, absolutely <laughs> dreadful, yeah. but it also was a bazillion degrees. And I think that was part of it, but it didn't bother me. I like, I still finished the run and was like, good. I'm glad I got out here today. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. And like, I may have performed poorly, but at least I'm out here. At least yeah. I put in work of some sort. Man, you were you fucking s- s- like spraying sweat on those hot ass days. So the the third mile is not covered by trees. Oh, you're out there. So I, I was just getting blasted, yeah. and that like that got rough, and I really slowed down. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I was sweating bullets. Um, but I at least prepared for that and like actually suntan lotioned up, even put it in my head because I have like, you know, you got the buzz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Tim, Tim, let's be honest with the listener. You have the hair up there. You just <laughs> choose to shave it off. Okay. Some of us just don't physically have it. Okay. <laughs> just slapping all of you bald people in the face with my lovely head of hair. Yes, I do have to add sunblock to the back of my head not my choice (laughs) anyway but so we're gonna do it we're gonna find a we're fine i mean they they, you they're they do them all the time i've i've been trying to get trying i made one facebook status about it and like probably talked about it on doom thugs seven years ago but there's i want to i want a 5k in my town going from uh all the way down Chai Avenue to the waterfront. It's about, I, I, I timed it out. It's like about three miles probably from the, you know what I mean? From the fields to the, to the fucking river. I was like, uh, I'll organize that. But like I said, it was one Facebook says, but yeah, we'll find one. We'll do a 5k and it'll be fun. You think we could yeah. wrangle anyone else into doing it? Would, would, uh, big K do it? Um, 
I don't know if Keenan's running. Like, I know he's been – actually, I don't know since the wedding if he's still, like, exercising. Uh, he's a white boy like me. Yeah. And, like, that is a different form of exercise, back to what you're saying, where it's, like, it's almost like a different part of your brain to get motivated to do that kind of exercise, because I haven't dabbled in weight tra- training in a long time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, to answer your question, Kat, Kat if she has Kat something in? on the schedule that, like, she has to do this 5K, it would motivate her to start getting out there. Um, so she'd probably do it. Fuck yeah. Let's Maybe go. my brother. Yeah, like a, a, a 5K for me, I, I don't want to say it's nothing, but that's very doable. Me too. It, like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be fucking, oh, you're a runner runner, so I'm going to, I'm not going to like make you run next to me and fuck your time up, <laughs> but I'm going to finish after you, but I'm going to finish, you know what I mean? For sure. The So the only one I did, um, it was at, I used to work at the Christiana Mall. And they had one, it's called like the inclusion 5k. So it's like a 5k. And then there's also like, um, it's also run by a lot of people pushing, um, handicapped people in like the running strollers and stuff. And a lot of, uh, people on crutches and stuff doing it. That's very nice. But I mean, it's funny how it's like, uh, so there's like real cross country people there and they're like they're cross country uniforms and it's like oh, yeah. <clears throat> everyone that's running <laughs> what's seriously a, what's a, what's like a super fast mile uh Tim uh like 7 to 6 minute miles yeah, so like, at least for for a 5k yeah so they're like okay everyone running 6 minute miles be honest you're up here now and it's like all these high school kids in their uniforms and then it's like I was like 10 minute mile and i was like uh, that was like i was like 12 to whatever so i got in that group so i'm like pretty far back and like these high school kids and it, and i was like i'm excited for this because for whatever reason i thought in my head and i told my cousin it's like one loop around the parking lot and mentally i'm like one loop is easy it's like you and then we get to the race and it's like no that's not long enough so it's two loops so i'm like that kind of sucks because it's like running from one point to another and the scenery's different the whole time is like easier in my mind. Like it's more fun, but being like, okay, I'm running this big ass circle and it's like, Hey, run it again, jacket. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> the second lap is kind of demoralizing, but you know, we've finished pretty easy, but like on that loop, the the people that went the, like the high school kids like there were um the dudes that were like in charge of the race like it were like everyone move to the right to the right now and then like you see these fuckers from the high school cross country teams sprinting by the entire pack like as fast as they can it's like jesus fucking christ <laughs> these dudes are nuts yeah but- i forget <clears throat> how fast like the best kids on our team would do it but yeah like uh, my my when I was like uh, not this year, basically before I got COVID, when I was running pretty regularly, <clears throat> I would do that whatever five mile run I would do, mm-hmm. and I was around like eight forty miles the whole time. That's pretty and nice. and and I felt like I was fucking moving, you know. Yeah. But yeah, like that last time I ran that Trailblazer five mile run, they did the same thing where they said like, all right, if you do your miles this fast you're here and so on and so on and yeah the front of the pack i'm like 
I don't know how you're doing this. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are just like, I look at them and it's like, they're running full speed. That's full speed. You know what I right. mean? They're running. I'm doing a jog. I'm jogging. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are running. Yeah. Uh, no, that's exciting, though. Let's fucking do it. Let's get it on the calendar. Tell Cat. Put it in ink. Yep. Yes. And we'll we'll tell we'll probably bring along a few other people. I'm gonna we'll throw um, it out there to everyone. Ever you know what I mean? Sure. It'd be cool if we had uh, a big group. Back to back to bars. I've been meaning to bring this up to you for a while, and I just keep forgetting like how I think I've like maybe I just go out too often. Like maybe this is just the bar business in me. I I do like going out and like bullshitting with people, and mm-hmm. but I think the I think I'm finally realizing that just the overall clientele of the bar flies, they just suck. They all, yeah. the majority of them just do. Um, yeah, I was I was at this bar the other the other <clears throat> the other night. Uh, it's Nick's Roast Beef. It's right outside of Westchester here. They really do have awesome roast beef and roast pork. So mm-hmm. I like going there every once in a while and just to smash that in my face, no, drink yeah. a beer or two and go home. Yeah. Um, I was there. This is back in like February because the Olympics were on. Okay. And one of the kitchen guys, this like pretty big white dude, glasses, just finished his shift. He sits down to have a beer before he leaves. And the women's hockey team is playing whatever the fuck Russia was calling themselves. Cause the they're Russian you know, like, Federation of athletes or something. Yeah. Cause they're, Cause they're like doping scandal or, yeah, they're yeah. not allowed to be called. They're not allowed to say Russia. Or whatever. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's their point. But it's like, they're just Russia. <laughs> yes. We all know who they are. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. But yeah, the, the U S women's were playing the U S Russian team and the U S women's were like smoking them. Yeah. And he started bullshitting with like some of the staff about how like, you know, I mean, they're really good and all, but, like, would they even be able to beat a high school boys team? Fuck you. And, like, I couldn't help myself, but across the bar, I looked at I was like, bro, they wouldn't be able, or the Flyers wouldn't be able to beat them right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he, like, oh, I like your joke, but whatever. And then, like, he kept talking about it with, like, his friends. And, like, in, in the area, I'm not defending him, but the the... Westchester Rustin and like Henderson and whatever the Westchester like hockey scene is kind of a big deal. And they're like really good bunch of white kids. Yeah. Yeah. And like he was comparing (laughs) the fucking U S women's Olympic team to playing a high school team. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. This is, these are you people. These, these are the opinions being like, uh, you know, not, uh, cultivated in this fucking petri dish of idiocy, like, and no one's gonna push back besides random guy Tim Parker. Right, you're all just gonna let him spew this garbage and be like, "Wow, he is such a sage man here at this bar," or is it, or is it more like, I don't want to deal with it. You know what I mean? I don't want to fucking like like because I'm sure, at least I hope. Most people there were with you, like, shut the fuck up. But it's like, <laughs> for the greater good of this room right now, I'm not right. going to fucking cause any sort of loud conflict. Because anyone that's stupid is stupid enough to just fly off the handle and fucking ruin everyone in the room's night. You know what I mean? True. If someone, like, truly rocked the boat and pushed back, like, maybe that guy would lose his mind because right. he's... 
clearly that a fucking psycho. Unhinged. Yeah, yeah. A fucking <laughs> loser. But that's my hope. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hopeful. Maybe most people are shit. <laughs> it especially pissed me off because, like, friend of the podcast, my fucking cousin, Hannah, like, played essentially what's the equivalent to junior hockey in Canada. Mm-hmm. She was playing in high school. She went to this prep school to, like, like not only be educated, but the main goal was to, like, make her an amazing hockey player which she fucking was and like keenan and i went up to uh or went up went down to dc to watch her play in a couple of tournaments yeah um we also uh recorded a podcast with her both times we went there but we watched a couple of her games and those girls they're like 15 and 16 years old they would run circles around fucking westchester rustin like give me a fucking break like ah, yes it's it is so nasty and mean it's like, not my account, but whenever a more major account on Twitter, and I mean, I'm, I'm saying not mine because I, I'm on that team of bring a WNBA team to Philadelphia, mm. do it right now. Every time like a major account says that with like, I consider that when you have a fuck ton of followers you don't know at all in real life, but they just follow you and chip in on what on what they say. Every time it's like people just dudes, not people, fucking idiot dudes uh, uh, getting in the mentions being like, nobody watch, fuck the WM, they suck, no one's watching that shit. Like, it's like, what's the matter with you? Why are you such a little bitch idiot? It might even be more uh, popular ratings wise than like the NHL. Like, I feel like the WNBA does all right. Right. Uh, yes, exactly. But it's like, why does everyone hate women? <laughs> it, it <doesn't laughs> I think they're great. I love them. <laughs> you know what Dude, I mean? I would, I would take Hillary Knight on this Flyers team right fucking now. She Easily. could probably play like second line <laughs> right wing. She's she's big. She hits. She fucking just rules. Like, bring me her right now. <laughs> Dude, the, the so the U.S. women's uh, soccer team. Just got a deal, finally, for equal pay, for equal work with the men's soccer team. And that's a bad deal for the women because the men's team is shit. They suck. The women's team is the most dominant team in the world of the most popular sport in the world. I think they're like sharing profits or something. And it's like, well, the men's team doesn't make any profit because they they don't deserve (laughs) any of it. (laughs) At this point, they're like. Name anyone on the men's national team. You know what I mean? The fucking women's team are fucking superstars. I was thinking about this the other day because it was on a podcast. And I was like, who is on the men's team? Is is like Clint Dempsey still there? Landon Donovan retired. Like, who the fuck is on the team? Right. Landon Donovan was like a name like 20 years ago. Like, they try that all the time. Like, hey, guys, uh, Americans, heads up. Soccer's a thing now. Landon Donovan's the star, and everyone's like, right. "I don't, I don't think so." <laughs> <laughs> and the, or it'll be like, "Yeah, World Cup, America sucks shit." <laughs> but until recently, uh, like they fucking like the women's World Cup, the full things on TV, and we get to see the USA whooping ass. I mean, it was a heartbreaking game in the Olympics this past year, but. I mean, Canada beat him fair and square, but you know what I mean? But still, that fun ride. That is 
great team. I mean, it's a time of, uh, you know, Rapino's probably got to leave. The, the older guard and the new guard comes in. That's life. That's sports. But um, it's – I'm – I hate that shit so much. It's like, it's gotta be, there was a divorce in his family. He lived with the dad. It was a nasty divorce. The dad relentlessly talked shit on his mom and all women, right? Mm -hmm. That's where that attitude has to come from. From when they're a kid, your male role model hates women. (laughs) So now you hate women and it's like, uh, you're not, you don't really like, you don't, he, he probably doesn't even realize how hateful he's being, how nasty, you know what I mean? He thinks he's being funny. I don't think, I didn't think he thought it to be funny. I think he was being insightful. I think he was like, you know, dropping knowledge that like, you know, women can't compete because they can't shoot the puck more than like 80 miles an hour. So like, they just wouldn't be able to compete with the men, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like basically talking about how they can't skate fast enough and they can't shoot hard enough because they're not strong enough. And which is all false. (laughs) Right. You're what, What, what's her name? Fucking Amanda Kessel, I think is like fat. Like they had her at the skills competition for the NHL all-star game because she skates just as fast as all of them. Yes. Yes. Who was the last male United States tennis player of note? Andy Roddick? Yeah, probably. What did he ever do? Nothing. So, It's definitely like a Nick's Roast Beef and the bar across the street from me, Square Bar. They're more like divey bars and it like – is worse the conversations in those places but it's not just unique to them like i mean i was a bartender in a marcus hook dive bar for a long time and there's just some thought patterns in there some ideas in there that you're like you can't really think this this is nuts the shit you're saying you know what i mean it's like what? And it's just all the stuff I don't agree with. Like, you know, like there's so much talk about guns in there. And like, you know, a lot of these guys are fucking packing, you know, in a bar. <laughs> right. And, and they love like, to tell you about it. They love to tell yeah. you. Yeah. Any oh excuse they get. Like, oh, oh, I almost went to the bathroom and almost dropped my gun. Well, mm-hmm. you just love having a gun. Speaking of guns, I uh, this Sunday, uh, Sunday. My father and I went to Dover Air Force Base, Dover, Delaware, the capital of Dover, Dover Air Force Base for Thunder Over Dover, the air show. It oh, was word. a dual billing Thunderbirds, which are the U.S. Air Force, and the Blue Angels from the U.S. Navy. Fuck yeah. Dude. So uh, have you ever been to Dover? <laughs> I don't think so. It's down there. It's uh, it's like an hour away. It's like Sussex County. It might be Kent County, but it's you know in the sticks. It's it's the it's dirty Delaware, capital D. But uh, so we went there and it's free to enter. But we bought tickets uh to be in the the beer garden, right? But anyway, it was ninety degrees on Sunday, and we're in the fucking an Air Force base. So there's. No fucking, it's just flat. It's just flat yeah, ground. It's just flat open space. <laughs> Sun beating down all. So walk around, you know, there's different stands and stuff. It's great. I mean, it's a free to enter thing in, in fucking, you know, in 
Sussex, Kent County, Delaware. There's a lot of. I was talking in a southern accent a lot, you know. <laughs> I just <laughs> was embraced. I just felt it felt right to be like, "Yeah, I'll have an iced tea," or whatever. You know what I mean? Now, I was worried going into this because we're going to an air show at a military base. I'm worried I'm walking into a fucking Trump rally or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> Wonderful, wonderfully free of any politics whatsoever. The whole show was just check out these cool planes. We're uh, we're all America now. Of course, they say annoying shit like "listen to the sound of freedom" and then jets roar by, and you can't help but fucking I don't know. Think about this is awesome right here in Dover, Delaware. These fucking f-18s or whatever fucking roaring by and you fucking it shakes your skin but i mean they probably sound different to some middle-class iraqi family living in fucking baghdad that's all of a sudden getting bombs dropped on them for no reason you know what i mean it's like when we were we were born in what i was born in 87 you were born in 83 83 way post vietnam Mm-hmm. So we're born into this clean record, right? All we really know about is like, yeah, Vietnam was bad. We're better now. World War II, that's what everyone really cares about. Everyone talks about it all the time. We're good guys. We're good guys. Vietnam, we fucked up, but we're those World War II good guys, right? So you live with that image. And then there was like... The Gulf War, 93, I don't really remember it, but it was like, you know, they invaded Kuwait and we got to help out our guys in Kuwait. Everything's good. We're still good guys. We whooped ass, right? Mm. 9-11 obviously happens. And then the invasion of Afghanistan and then the fucking invasion of Iraq, which ruins everything. It's like so terrible and so evil. It's like It's like you fucked everything up. Now, I'm forever associated with that. I started paying taxes. You know, I got my first jobs in, like, the early 2000s. My first dollars went directly to fucking drop bombs on Iraqis. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, here we are in Dover, Delaware, admiring these weapons of mass destruction. (laughs) Yeah, we're like, yes, yes, yes. And they're really cool. And they're just flying by. And it, but man, some of the bad shit that they do, <laughs> right? And it's like a little hypocritical. If it was like if the fucking that shit, if yeah, eliminate that shit from ever happening, then it's like yeah, like that was our life, eighty seven to fucking two thousand, two thousand one. It was all like you go to this air show and just be like, jets fucking rule. It'd be like Top Gun. <laughs> Yeah, Top Gun's rules where no one's really fighting anybody. It's just like, Jets, yes, fucking loud shit. Being an American is awesome. But now it's just like, now we know really what those things do. It's like, this is bad. (laughs) We are bad. These things have very recently done very bad things to people for no reason. You know what I mean? We were Russia and they were Ukraine, we were bad. You know what I mean? It's 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 like it sucks, but now it's like 
I understand what people who live through Vietnam feel like. It's like now I have this mark forever type because when you're a kid, because before that it was like, shut up about Vietnam. These jets rock. And now I'm an asshole that's always like, shut the fuck up about Iraq. We're looking at fucking jets and shit. Like kids born now. God bless them. Iraq is nothing going to be nothing to them. You know what I mean? And I feel happy for them that hopefully we don't get into another situation like that. But are we just on an endless loop? Can we ever escape from it? Because the 90s was definitely the crest of a wave where you felt like everything rocks and Mm -hmm. this is just how history goes. Everything just goes up and gets better because... In your in your mind, you're like, it's easy for everything to go just go up and get better. Why would anyone make things bad? And then, where are we at now? Yeah, that nine eleven turned that all on its head. Like we did seem to get to this point in the late nineties where we fi- felt like we had finally solved inequality and yeah. racism and yeah. like just everything, yeah. you know. Yeah. And no, which was all bullshit. No, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but at least, but at least it was like, there's no armed conflict. You know what I mean? It's like, right? War is like some war for our childhood was only something people dressed up and did in costumes. You know what I mean? Mm. Like fucking reenactments were like the whole the and reenactments are cool. (laughs) I'll go to Civil War reenactment right now. I mean, hell, I mean, uh, Reese Witherspoon's dad in Sweet Home, Alabama, was big part of the uh, Confederate Army in Civil was War he? reenactments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I missed that one. I did see uh, Legally Blonde not missing 2 in theaters. <laughs> but anyway, at this at this at the air show, it was hot, brother. It was hot. Mm-hmm. And there was like a, a, a announcer that would come on and be like, well, thank you for coming down Dover. But he wasn't like the best at it, but he had the voice, but he wasn't like that great with words. So a lot of his shit was just like, everyone's going to like just run together. But he wouldn't re-say words. He would just burn through them. But he's like, I want to come on and remind everybody to stay cool. Uh, we had 100 heat strokes yesterday, and we want to avoid that at all possible. So we had a mister going on behind the bees over there. Go over there and uh, get a cool dad. Uh, wear plenty of sunscreen. We got 100 heat strokes yesterday. Today. They say, if you, have, uh, if, you, if you get sick and you need help, please call 911 and tell them which plane you're near. They should know what I was about. It's like. There's not medical. We're in a fucking Air Force base. Can't someone here just fucking <laughs> save somebody? Call nine one one. What are you fucking? <laughs> but, but it was it was it was it was great. You love shit like that. And uh, there was only like one MAGA hat. You know what I mean? It was all just people just hanging out. It was like to- that was the best part of it. It was like there's no politics here. People just want to fucking see the blue angels fly around, which was cool as fuck. Like we were in the front row and it, like these fuckers were just flying by upside down and shit and just like roaring so loud. It was like, God damn flying like so close together. You'll love it. You'll love to see it. But then it's like, so there was a the blue angels at one and then we went home, but then there was the Thunderbirds at five two different flight teams. It's like, really? 
what could the second flight team do that the first one didn't? You know, there's always so much shit you could do at a fucking jet, right? <laughs> Unless someone's going to jump out of it. Like, oh, they did the upside down. Now they're doing spins. It's like sick. And it was sick, but I once you see it, it's like, all right, I saw it. I don't need to see a different colored jet do it necessarily. You're kind of reminding me of uh, <clears throat> 2017 Eagles playing the Vikings in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. I'm, ser- I'm serving at Appetites. The bartender, this girl Carrie, very sweet. We're friends. Uh, she's not really into sports. Uh, her fiance now is a. He's like chief at Exton Ladder or whatever, whatever the fuck you know fire station. Um, and like Eagles, you know, score a touchdown. Everyone's losing their fucking mind, yeah. and, and she's just like. I just don't get it. Like, why, why are people like this crazy about sports <laughs> when they should care about like other more important things like, you know, teachers and policemen and firemen like they get paid like shit. I was like, Carrie, <laughs> this is what people do to forget about problems in life. Yes. They yes. want something mindless and just fun entertainment that really ultimately doesn't matter because they want to forget about the things that truly do matter. Yes. So give me person throwing sports ball into hoop for the point, you know? (laughs) Yes. I have limited time here on earth. That's what I want to spend it doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, you're describing this crowd as being like apolitical. let's just hang out and be entertained with some cool fucking jets and not like really think about, the deeper thoughts that you just went through, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> and also like, you know, that there is as, um, independent and reclusive as I can be at times, like everybody does want to connect with human beings. And these small examples are where everyone's accepted, you know? Mm-hmm doesn't matter what your politics is. doesn't want what matter fucking color creed you are. Just like, Hey, come watch this dumb baseball game. Hey, come watch this stupid movie that is pointless, but whatever you can forget it. Forget about life. Watch these airplanes, you know? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. Well, Timmy. Oh, real quick. Can we talk about this real quick? Yeah. So, this just is a thing on Twitter, like right now, is like two days ago. Um, Jurassic Park. You're familiar with the film, of course. So, some are so for whatever reason, it's in this the talk cycle right now that uh, Doctor Grant was in his the actor I can't remember his name was in his 40s or whatever. Laura Dern was only 23. I was seeing this. <laughs> And someone else made this tweet, but I uh, that was my initial thought, too. Is like, when I watched it as a kid, Laura Dern and Dr. Grant, they're both adults. Like, it was like, I have no, like, uh, uh, when you're a little kid, tall, uh, adults are adults. Capital, like, you know what I mean? But to, to learn that she was 23 is shocking. They could have been the yeah. same age in my, in my, in my little kid head. They were both the same age. Which was probably I think 40. even in my in my you know kids' mind's eye or whatever, I, I still thought she was younger, but not that much younger. But they're still 
even at 23, and his name's uh, Sam Neill, Sam whatever Neal, he was. You. 20 you know, years that, that, older, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. Once once you're both adults, I'm like, eh. I don't but, think the age difference is that weird. But, he, but knowing what I know now and knowing what 23 is, it's like, Jesus Christ, God bless her for being so successful at 23. You know, at 23, I was a grade A loser. Yeah, but asshole. She, yeah, but it was just shocking. It was like, that could have been, like, I I don't know. It's just that kid thing of, like, that's an adult. That woman is my mom's age. What's my mom's age? <laughs> adult. You know what I mean? It's like, right. they're all sure. taller and have hair. You know what I mean? Facial hair, body hair. They're, like, they're all adults. Capital A, adult. And uh, But, yeah, 23. God bless her. That's fantastic laura, laura Dern overall just kind of fucking rules i don't i don't think or i would say she's a little underappreciated undervalued i think in the last couple to few years people have finally started to be like laura Dern. like i feel like she's getting her flowers like people like she's she's uh people know that laura Dern's a shit now yeah i mean she was in the last jedi uh she was in little women like she, she's she's Getting big roles again. She was know? in the uh, reboot, or not the reboot, but the the most recent season of, uh, you know, well, looks like Twin Peaks Twin and Peaks. Big Little Lies. Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks yep. is what I was thinking of. What else? Keep reading that. I said, uh, Big Little Lies. Um, she was in Downsizing, but I know that movie was kind of bad. <laughs> Didn't see it. Did you see? Free, yeah. is, did you see the movie Free Guy? No, Keenan did. Me neither. What did Keenan think about it? Because I feel like the concept's kind of interesting, but nothing about the marketing or anything excited me in the least. I don't want to speak for him too much, but I, I think that was he. I think he was just annoyed with how it was quite literally everywhere being shoved down our throats. Yes. <laughs> free guy. Free guy. Free guy. I was. This is the last little dumb story I'm going to tell just because it's in my head. I was, I had to do something at work recently, a couple months ago, um, where I had to be basically on a computer looking at a fucking huge list of shit and then checking it off on the computer. So I was like on the computer in this pack of paper and there was hundreds and hundreds of these things that I had to do. Uh, so I had to be like zoned in, right? Um, and the TV was on the whole time because I was in the break room at work doing it. Cause that's where some of our work computers are, whatever. So I was doing it. Hallmark channel was on Frasier, golden girls, Frasier. I've talked about this before the great blocks, but every commercial break, there'd be a commercial for there's like commercial for a uh, Hallmark channel original series. And they're so bad. And then there was this, like, I, and then there was a fucking commercial every fucking break on for this movie called Father Stew. And the commercial was mm, so fucking bad. Yes. The commercial was mm. so god awful that I was like, it was like, this is a, in my head, it was like, this is a shitty fucking Hallmark movie. And then I come to find out it's a theatrical fucking release, like a fucking weird ass religious movie that Mark Wahlberg's in now. He's like a weirdo yeah. religious Catholic. He's a fucking 
pushing for the Catholic Church? Between uh, Doctor Strange, the Northman, and everything everywhere all at once, like in just looking at, you know, my theater and what's yeah. in theaters, like I'm seeing that movie every single time and going like, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck is going to see this? <laughs> Who's going to see Father Stu? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know, man. What a f- I, I, did, I like I haven't even bothered just reading a paragraph synopsis of what that movie's about because I just don't care. I will never see it. <laughs> I can just honestly say right now, I will never see that movie. Listen to the trailer. Don't watch it. Like just have the trailer on and and listen to it. And like, be doing something else, and tell me that that's not a fucking Hallmark Channel original fucking movie. Unbelievable. But anyway, it was good to talk to you, Tim. Yeah, it's now always good. We yesin. We've said it out loud. We've said it on the show. So now we gotta we gotta find a we gotta find a fucking five k. We gotta do it. Okay. I'm into it. Yeah. And it'll, it'll even like I mentioned how, like if cat has something on the schedule, it'll, mm-hmm. you know, motivate her to get out there. Like it'll, it'll still motivate me more to yeah. just keep with it and maybe try a little harder. Uh, putting up a good time. Yeah. Trying. All right. Well, folks, uh, of course you could find all our stuff where you already are on the doomsday channel, but Timmy, where can they find you? Yeah. So my podcast is called pop addled. Uh, we, cover all pop culture topics but we mainly live in movies especially especially the marvel and dc universes uh by the time you're hearing this you will our most recent episode will be um doctor strange uh so look for that but yeah we're, we're on i'm on twitter keenan's on facebook and instagram just search pop adult we're on all of you know the things you can download a podcast on whether it's itunes stitcher soundcloud google play you know you know them all Hell yeah, and uh, our most recent venture together over there was, uh, fuck, what's it called? Hard Target. Hard Target, which was, I thought that was a very fun episode, because uh, we're doing all John Woo's movies, and, and that was a fun episode, because we talked about the movie, but we also talked about a lot of other movies and things. It was just, those episodes are always a lot of fun. You know, for many tangents. Yeah. I mean, when Jean Claude Van Damme is your main character, that kind of led us down a lot of different roads. So yeah. whatever, yeah. It, it was awesome. It was it, good, good. Not just focusing in on that movie and John Woo, but like that time period overall and yeah. cinema and stuff. You know, that was the first time we really got to talk about JCVD. If I'm not mistaken, you know what I mean. That was our first Jean Claude movie. It was it was a ton of fun. So so please check that out if you need. You know. If you need uh, something to dip your toe into, you know, that might be, and you're a Doom Thugs listener, that might be a good starting point, the Doom Addled episode. So, and we'll be doing Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow. Soon. Yeah. I'm excited about. It should be a lot of fun. Fuck yeah. But anyway, thanks so much for listening. Uh, If you haven't, uh, check out uh, Doom Thugs on YouTube. We just recently uploaded the edited version of uh, our live episode, edited in that uh, all the breaks and stuff are cut out, and I made a cute little intro, so check that out. Um, that's going to be our move moving forward. Uh, all our DTM episodes are going to be live streamed on Twitch. Hell yeah. And then the video will be released on YouTube later, as well as... We're never gonna forget about the po- the 
the audio version, that's still number one for us, okay? Podcasts overall, but, but you know, this is a fun new chapter, and I uh, hope you guys are enjoying it. And uh, thanks so much for listening. Hope you have a good month. Hope you get into the water, because summer's here. It's, it's May, but, you know, summer starts in May now, so take advantage of it. Drink some beers outside while you're grilling a steak. You know what I mean? Have fun. And we'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.